What's up, brothers and sisters? Today is February the 20th, 2022. This is episode 215. Yes, brothers and sisters, episode 215. Today, I want to talk about why black people have no money. I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about as a group, as a unit, as a people. When I say no money, why we don't have anything that's tangible in building a community. Grocery stores, schools to teach our children, banks so we could get funding, and hospitals so we could go and get healthy. Brothers and sisters, today is just one of those days. I was out yesterday and I was looking at some places, uh, big, small, whatever, just out. And I was asking, what does it cost to operate a little mom and pop shop. Now you might say, well, uh, a lot of black people have little moms and pop shops. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's somewhat true. But we need more mom and pop shops for the elderly in our community that don't have the ability to go to a full-size grocery store or just have the ability just to go and pick up whatever. We have to have something to the point where if you have no transportation, you can maybe walk or, you know, catch a cab or, well, not cab nowadays, Ubers or Lyfts or whatever, because money is a factor for our elderly. But this is not just for our elderly. This is for all of us because the consistency in building anything, it relies on a people if we're going to really build something that's going to be consistent with the way we should be living. I've been checking out this book. It's called Black Economics. Solutions for Economic and Community Empowerment. Now, this book is by, I'm going to see if I can uh, say his name properly. It's by uh, Jawanzi Kanjufu. Jawanzi Kunjufu. Uh, I'm gonna put it down. I'm gonna write it down because I don't know if I pronounced it right. But I did what I, I, you know, I'm trying to do the best of what I can. Well, anyway, that particular book, Black Economics Solution for Economic and Community Empowerment. This book came out in 1991, but it was copywritten in again in 2014. See, brothers and sisters, you got, what's the old saying? Out of the mouth of two or three. Out of the mouth of two or three. That's what they say. It must be right. But this is out of the mouth of more than two or three. Black folks consistent, consistently don't really 
have, or if they do have, they show that they act like they don't have. So basically you don't know if they have or don't have, but, uh, really it just seems like black folks don't have. That's why black folks don't have no money. Look at your neighborhood. What do you have? It's like, it doesn't matter what you put into a neighborhood that's outside of your own black community or your own black neighborhood. Cause basically we should be talking about, I'm talking about communities, not neighborhoods. Neighborhoods say we got black neighborhoods. We just ain't got black communities where we can actually do a true building. I know, I know, I know. We always hear, well, black folks can't do this. Black folks can't do that. And, you know, to a certain degree, that's right. And to a certain degree, that's wrong. A lot of times you don't do your homework. So when you're not doing your homework and study your figures, you can't do it. You're not going to do it. So you just make excuses. Why? See, we're good for excuses. Action. Another story. Excuses. Oh, man. Black folks can come up with some excuses, boy, of why this is uh, why they black or why they brown or why they can't do this or why they can't do that. But they never come up with solving the problem. But we talk about. But we don't do nothing about solving about it, solving it. Black folks, brothers and sisters. This is a problem that that's been a problem for half a what half a century, half a century for your brother. One, here we go. One, we embrace a culture that yeah that was given to us after slavery ended. 1865. But really, did we have to really embrace a ghetto type of culture? Because that's how people look at it. I was listening to this brother the other day and he was making so much sense. It was true. He was a brother. If you don't speak slang, you ain't a brother. And that's not true. You are a brother. Everybody don't go and drop slang. A lot of black people weren't taught slang. A lot of people don't even know what slang is. And it's nothing wrong with that. That don't make you less black. Because you go, you don't go out there and you say, what up? What up, dude? Or you, you know the latest. The terminology is a changing uh, terminology for us. So, you know, I don't know. What up? <laughs> oh, happening. What's happening? You know, I don't really do slang like that. I just speak, you know, and that don't make me less black. But we put that into the equation. Or if you don't do a lot of trendy fad things, you know, back in the day, I didn't have a jerry curl. What the hell? I need a jerry curl. And I had the proper hair for a jerry curl because my hair was thick as it is now. When I let it grow out, it's still thick. I didn't want no jerry curl. Or whatever the culture, you know, may be at the moment. Because it's a moment, and it's a culture, and it's at the moment, and it spreads, and then it moves on to something else. But the problem is, brothers and sisters, we, as a people, we embrace a culture that's not making us any money. Instead of embracing white folks for the good things that they do when it comes to economic value, uh, wealth building, we embrace 
the ignorant side of them more so. And we throw in our own flavor to stir it up. And we got a pot of gumbo because we pick up all groups, ignorant sides, but we never pick up the positive sides. You pick up the Chinese. The Chinese won't do uh, Chinese, Asian group, mostly Chinese, Japanese people. Uh, they won't do business with you. A lot of them won't do business with you because they believe in doing business with their fellow man. But they'll do business and sell you, but they won't do your business. If you're a salesperson, you're trying to uh, sell them something, they're not going to really do business with you. Uh, times are changing to the point where they may think, but are they going to do? Because according to the book, Black Economics, of uh, the title I just gave you, it's the same principles of going that's going on as in Powernomics. The same principles on how other groups can prosper because they stick together when black folks don't stick together. And that's why we don't prosper. Now we got some things going on. Uh, a shout out to brother Isaac Hayes with fan base, fan base. You know, people are having a dialogue, but you know what? That's good. It's excellent. It's beautiful. But, and there's always that but, but we need more. You're talking about a, a, a group of black people who's what, anywhere between 12 to 13% population? Well, those numbers seem like they keep dwindling each year considering all uh, the, the mess that goes on. But anywhere between 40 to 50 million black people in America? So when you look at it, we, we, we definitely need more. And it's like generation... Each generation gets a little better, but it also gets a little worse because consistency is not really taught in a generation. And anytime you're not dealing with consistency, whether it's good, whether it's bad, hopefully on the black side, it has to be good. It can't be bad because we got enough bad consistency of killing each other. White folks ain't the only one, uh, ain't the only people that's killing uh, black folks. And basically, you know, well, I shouldn't say white folks. Their system. It's the system. But we are also doing a great uh, number as far as killing us ourselves. So it ain't just white folk. Can't put everything on them. I wouldn't put everything on them. Why? Because if you're not trying to educate yourself and trying to Make your life better. Make your family better. Make your community better. Make your neighborhood better. That's on you. I hear a lot of people talk about it. To me, you can talk about a whole lot of shit. Don't necessarily make it true. To me, it's about consistency of going out there doing it, putting in the work. You know, when you're in the game, what you got to do? What they say? You get your stripes. You get your, your membership game card. You got to put in work. Black folks, you're not putting in work. You're putting in money, but you're not putting in works. I know it sounds a little harsh, but it ain't harsh. You know, a lot of times, well, you know, black people, you know, you, people act like we so goddamn timid. We can't be talked to in a harsh manner. Because, oh, please, you know, we, we're timid creatures. How can you be known as the people of God and be timid? God ain't timid. Black folks, get out of that being timid. 
I know a lot of people won't listen to it, and that's fine too, because many, 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 many listen a week. And that's the, that's the honest God truth. I would say on an average, for this podcast of mine, don't need to be live, don't need to be this, don't need to be that, but I'm getting at least 3,000 or more, and I just that's just being, you know, that's just a number, a listen's Every seven weeks, no, every seven days, at least 3,000 plus, that's more accurate. At least 3,000 plus people listen. No, 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 no. They won't listen to this one first. They'll listen to other ones and study those. And then they'll jump off to this one. But, and then again, it depends on the title. So taking information that a brother your brother that passed puts out there on a weekly basis. People are studying the podcast. They're not just listening. They're studying the podcast. How do I know you may ask? Because I've been told whether they lie or not. Don't know, but that's what they told me. So I can only go by what they say. But the numbers dictate the fact that they're telling the truth. You getting 3000 listens, downloads. Oh, it's not a record. Because see, this is not a record. I'm not I'm not, not screaming and hollering and putting out a bunch of uh, profanity type of music. I'm putting out information. So for 3,000, going from 3,000 a month to 3,000 a week, I think that's a quite a step. But black folks, you have to stop being so negative towards your people when it comes to building up a community. You have to start, I don't know, you ain't got to stick around, you want to move out, do what you do. But don't complain about something while you're doing it. Just do it. Because nobody really want to care. If you move into the white suburbs and then you're talking about your black suburbs, if that's what you want to call it, or neighborhood or community, but you left it shaking your head saying, uh, 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 I want better. Well, you know where, where, where better starts from? Better starts from every individual. We are a people that, one, love other people, celebrities, celebrities you call them. It don't matter. Entertainment, sports, don't matter. We love celebrities. Celebrities are not putting money in your pocket. You know, you may get a few. Well, you know, I do this, I do that. Well, good for you. Who cares? We're talking about a group. We're talking about a black people. We're not talking about you. If I wanted to put a podcast out about talking about single individuals, I would. But I don't. So I'm not talking about you. Just in case that's running through your mind. The problem is... We love celebrities. We love to report on celebrities. We love to talk about celebrities. Oh, we love to drop names. When people drop a name, I just look at them. Because I done went through that gamut with the names. Never was one who really dropped names. Been around a whole bunch of people in my lifetime. And you know what? I know a whole bunch of people. But I would never go out and... Drop names. Why? I don't care. They're people just like I am. Their bank account may be bigger 
or they may have a little bit more popularity than me, but so what? In the end, so what? We are and should be about building us. They give you a month. They give you the shortest month of the year just to say we gave you a month. Get this shit out of here and let's move on to something else. That's what they're telling you. Black History Month, February, shortest month. They show you in your in in, in, the, in the, the, the TV programs, in the movie programs, that you just are not significant enough. You're just not. And you're getting to the point. I was watching a video. And it, you know, pretty it went viral. A uh, brother Jim Jones, our brother, who uh had the balling, uh the I think that yeah, had balling. Balling. Brother was in Gucci store and was pissed off and had nerve to talk about, you know, a $29,000 bill that I guess him and his homies were in there buying and he wasn't getting treated properly in the VIP room. But see, this is the thing. This is the thing, brothers and sisters, that we have a problem with. Name brand stuff. I was in a room uh, on, on, face, uh, uh, on a fan base. Another shout out to fan base. I was in a room on fan base and, 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 and somebody was mentioning we should design and wear our own clothes, build up our own brand. And that is so true. Design and build up our own brand. Old brother Jim was there, man. They ain't getting me no champagne. I ain't got no sparkling water. And it's like, brother, I'm saying to myself, why the hell are you here? They don't care a shit about you. They don't. You guys go and drop all that money. You, you give them free billions of dollars of advertisement all the time. That's the funny thing. You're giving billions of advertisement to Louis Vuitton, Gucci, and all these other name brands. And they're giving your community zilch, nothing, not a penny. But you're giving them advertisement for free. You get on there and you post. Black folks are the creators. I'm sorry. Black folks are the ones who run social media. And every time you do that, you post your, you got some Gucci shoes or a Gucci belt or house pill. And this goes for the females too. This ain't just the men. These are the females too. What are they giving your community? Nothing. You are funding these people's families for generations and generations and generations and generations to come with wealth because all you do is support their cause. You never support your cause, but you have no problems in supporting and giving away free marketing advertisement to these Gucci's and Louis and Jordan's. That don't show that you got something going on because you got a, 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 a belt or a purse or a wallet or a handbag or whatever the hell you want to call it. It doesn't show that you got anything going on. And I'm going to tell you why. Why? Because your community is suffering while you fronting like you got going on. People who have don't front. They don't front. They don't try to go and make a scene to show others that I got this. And it's like, yeah, you can you can use that analogy. Well, you know, I got this. You can get yours. Yeah. But then again, people who have real wealth, real money, 
real companies, they let people like you do it for free. They ain't got to go out there. And, really, Louis Vuitton and Gucci don't have to go and post shit because they got black folks to do it for free. And they know this. That's why one of the top five richest men in the world, net worth probably because, you know, with net worth, your net worth can go up and down. At one point, I can't think of his name, Mr. Louis. I'll call him Mr. Louis Vuitton, even though that's not his name, Bernard. I think his name is Bernard or something. But anyway, he was the richest man for maybe a month or so. He was net worth $200 billion, $200 billion. Eli Moss is the richest man now. His net worth is about close to $300 billion. Not millions, you guys. Billions. I said close. I'm going to say three. Hundred. But see, this is the thing, brothers and sisters. These people, will, these people's children, children's children, children's children will be rich and you'll still be singing the same old song. We shall overcome. Overcome what? What are you going to overcome? You're going to overcome something because you don't go and try to build something. You love to post other people's wares. But you don't have nothing to show for yourself. What? We had FUBU at one time. Shit, FUBU went so fast. It's like, man, make your hair spin. Fat farm. We had colors. All that stuff. Yeah, you got, you know, you got little designers here and there. But people, will people ever buy your stuff to the point where your stuff will be in a major, major store? Or you can even have your own store. There's a brother on Fanbase. I love his stuff. I even ordered it. I'm going to give a shout out to my brother Treehouse. I love this brother and his concept. He has the type of colors. He has the type of uh, logo. His stuff can be in a store. That's what I, I, I think of that brother. And there's a couple of other brothers out there. Brother Green Eyes and Brother Fab. Those are three brothers on Fanbase that I think they, they they could actually do something with their stuff if they stick with it. Because what it's going to take is consistency. That's a shout out to those brothers. That's a shout out to those brothers on fan base. I'm throwing fan base again, brothers and sisters. But my whole point in today's message, we have to get out of the mindset. One, that ghetto mentality. Ghetto culture is not going to build you a stable community or neighborhood if you continue with that ghetto cultured mind it's not it's well it's nothing wrong with having a mindset it's not even saying having a mindset of whitey you ain't got to have whitey's mindset shit whitey didn't have no mindset you just have to have a mindset for yourself you know uh, going to school getting good grades oh that ain't considered popular that's crazy. Why is it not considered popular? You're going to school. That's what you're supposed to do, go to school and get good grades or get the best grade that you can get. And if it happens to be a A plus and a 4.5 grade point average, so be it. Don't make you less hood or make you less street. We got to get out of that mindset, brothers and sisters. Our mindset is so twisted. And it's like, this has been, what, 16 decades? But out of this, if you take the six, you know, a decade is 10 years. We're going back to freedom. We've been free 156 years. You go back to freedom. So we're looking at 100. We're looking at 16 decades, 16 different decades. Decade is 10 years. No, that's not good. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, brothers and sisters, you, you, you got me tripping today. But we're looking at 16 decades. We're looking at 160 years. Remember, a decade is 10 years, every 10 years. Some of our people out of freedom, out of slavery, they knew land, 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 land. Understanding land, land. You hear people come up there and say, no, you shouldn't invest in land. Uh, yeah, you should. There's nothing wrong with having that as a nice asset in your portfolio. I don't give a shit if it's your house, if it's a piece of land that you just bought. There's nothing wrong with having that. People will tell you, oh, it's not. But let, let me give you, let me break this down to you, brothers and sisters. Say, for instance, like a brother who has a channel, I'm not going to give his name, but he has a channel. And I was listening to him while he's saying he's going to sell his house. You know, his house was valued at about uh, three something when he bought it in 2012 or four, 400, whatever it was. And it's valued at like 200,000 and it's like in a nice gated community in Florida. And I'm saying to myself, damn, this brother got a nice house, nice size house because he gave the dimensions of it. And, you know, value now, 2022, 600. Was about six, yeah, he said about 630,000. He's a brother. Yeah, he's a brother. And I'm looking at my house and I'm in the inner city, as they like to call him, of Los Angeles. And my house is valued more than him. My uh, my house itself is smaller than his. The property itself may be, I think it was, it may, may be about the same size, but the house is smaller, but the house is worth more. So he was talking about cashing out and picking up uh, 200 and something thousand dollars because he was going to cash out and then maybe do it again. He's an older guy. He's probably a little older than me. But he's talking about doing it all over again, maybe buying, maybe rent for a year, maybe going to invest. Because like he said, I'm not married to a house. And that's him. I'll say the same thing. I'm not married to a house. But when times get a little bit rough, like with during the pandemic, it's nice to have a house, not dealing with somebody else's property where you never know if they're going to come back and sue you for back rent or however they may float, just kick you out. Even though the laws somewhat kind of change, they can't really kick you out. But I'm not trying to go through that. Never have. Been a property owner for three decades. Three th Out of those 16 decades I named, just look at your brother. And I've been a property owner for three of them. Yeah, three of them. Three decades, three out of 16. But brothers and sisters, my whole point is this. As long as you keep fronting for everybody else and not helping yourself, better yet, helping yourself and your people. Other groups prosper because they help themselves and their people. We don't do that. We are more willing to put our sisters down instead of build with them. But then again, our sisters nowadays are looking, especially if they don't have a man or whatever, not all of them, not all of them, let's make sure I say not all, are people who are already set up. If a brother puts in his work and he puts himself in a position 
Why does he have to really want to share with you when you're bringing what to the table, ladies? I said this in a room. If I built this, I don't mind sharing it, but you better be bringing something more to the table as well. You know, if you don't understand how to build, you can always send an email to Renell's Real Talk, Gmail, well, at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to. Or you can inbox me. I would be happy to talk with you. Whatever. No, I am not charging. I am not the guy who lives his life going around charging people to help them with information. No, I don't live my life like that. People want to donate? Fine. But I'm not going to go around here. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go around here and charge people. Oh, you, you know, you get your bag. My bag comes every day when my eyes pop open. That's my bag. Consistency. I've been consistent. For the last 30, 30 years in doing what I do, it hasn't hurt me. And I'm still here to talk about it. I'm still living on my own property. Consistency. It works. It'll work for you too. Once you learn about consistency and get off of jocks, Talking about them all the time, wearing these designer, all these designer clothes. Learn how to curve your budget. That's another thing, brothers and sisters. You have to learn to curve your budget. Curving your budget? What does that mean, Renell? Curving your budget. Stop going out here spending your paycheck every time you get it. Stop going out here spending 20 to 30% more than your paycheck and end up in debt. Learn to pay your bills down so you can pay them off. I hear people all the time talking about what they're going to do, what they're going to do. And they'll say the same thing today. A year from now, they're saying the same thing. What progress have you made within those 365 days? And a lot of them, nothing. Always saying, when I get my stuff right. When are you going to get your stuff right? Because that ain't nothing but an excuse. It's like people who say, well, I don't want to get married until I'm stable. Well, maybe you probably shouldn't get married until you're stable. But then again, I would say stop sleeping with your woman and pumping kids out and you ain't marrying her to build nothing because that's going to always be an excuse. It's always an excuse in our community. Brothers and sisters, I talk about my community because it's my community. I don't really care about other communities. Are they perfect? Hell no. Would I want to be in one of them? Hell no. I'm a black man. Or... If you like brothers and sisters, I am a man of Asiatic, meaning people of color. I'm an Asiatic black man. When you heard honorable, uh, most honorable Elijah Muhammad speak about the Asiatic black man. Asiatic is talking about color, people of color, mainly you. Black sometimes get a little caught, but I prefer black over African-American. Don't call me that African-American shit. I mean, you can call me Asiatic. You call me Asiatic black man. That's what you can call. Or you can call me, say that Asiatic brother. I'm your Asiatic brother. 
brothers and sisters, on this Sunday, I just wanted to give you some food for thought. Food for thought. Get your lives in order. Get your, econom get your e economics in order. Because see, we're, 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 we're on the precipice. We could be doing something great. Here's a shout out to fan base again. Brother Isaac has put together a platform that's a beautiful platform. Now, whether it stays beautiful, it remains up to you, brothers and sisters, because everybody's coming in. Right now, right now, there is probably less than $500 million, no, $500,000 left before the app closes its doors for the second time in the crowdfunding situation. So I would tell anybody, get your 250 together and get on this train. Get on board. Because if you ain't going to be on board, don't talk about it. This app is going someplace and it's going to be really big. Trust me, I invested twice into it. That's how much I believe in it. I invested twice. See, it's not about how much I invested. It's about I invested. I'm an investor. I don't put my money in one place. My money, my, my money has been spread out. I'm going to say this, brothers and sisters. We lack the ability to invest. We lack. We've been doing crypto. Crypto's fine. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good things about crypto. But one thing about crypto, it ain't the stock market. Crypto can crash tomorrow and you ain't getting nothing back. The stock market can crash tomorrow, but you still have them shares. It may crash, but one thing about the stock market, it's going to always come back. Crypto, don't know nothing about crypto. Right now, it's good. A lot of black folks are into it, which is good. But me, I have a little bit of that, but I stick with the, uh, the more proven market. The stock market, because the stock market has been around and I know what's something happened in the stock market. I know what's going to happen with that. I don't know nothing about what happened with the crypto because crypto is it's right now. It's a fad, even though some people are taking it into account and you're able to use your crypto to buy certain things at certain places. That's fine. That's fine. But me, consistency, me, the uh, proven commodity, I'll stick with. I'll dabble, dabble but I'll stick with the proven commodity. You know, overnight millionaires, if you understand the true picture, brothers and sisters, because I want you to understand the true picture, keep your eyes open and understand. Everything that always look good ain't always good. That's your brother. Peace, family. That's one reason why black folks don't have money. Not like you think they should have. Because I'm saying black folks, I'm talking about us, 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 us. I ain't talking about individual, individual, individual. I'm talking about us as a group because we're judged as us, us, us as a group. Brothers and sisters, I'm out. This is Sunday. I done put in my time for my brothers and sisters on this Sunday morning. Food for thought on fan base is coming. Peace, brothers, sisters. We out.